Hey y'all, welcome to Couture Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Steele. I was out to dinner with a friend of mine, and he asked me a question that made me laugh when I responded to it, but it was a question that prompted a response that he probably wasn't expecting. (laughs) My first job when I was, I think I was 14 and I was about to turn 15, it was in the summertime, and I was working at an ice cream shop. For those of you that don't know, I grew up in a very small town. Everyone knew everybody. When you go to the ice cream shop, you knew the workers because you were either going to school with them or they were a family friend, whatever it may be. So anytime one of my friends came by or, you know, family friend, I would offer them on the house or or lots of free samples, right? Well, my boss was not a fan of that whatsoever. And she gave me several warnings. um, But of course, I was young, dumb, and thought I knew best. (laughs) And I ignored those warnings. And she fired me. I was 15. I just got fired from my very first job I ever had. And mind you, everyone knew that I worked there. So not only was it mortifying, but it was also I was out of a job. This situation was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because it gave me a drive to never let this ever happen again because it was definitely something that I could control, <laughs> my behavior of not giving out free samples. <laughs> but in, in, in all seriousness, it actually was a really big life lesson. It was the very best thing that could have ever happened to me because it led me to my very first retail job. And my love for wanting to make a career out of fashion and retail. I remember filling out the application for this store, this local (laughs) retail store in my hometown. I was so nervous because I wanted this job so badly because not only did I need a job, but I also, you know, really wanted one in something that I was passionate about. Fortunately, that came through in the interview and I landed that job. I did that for, I think, two more additional summers. But then the summer before I was going away to college, I wanted to get a job with a company that was more corporate. So I drove myself up to the mall, which was like 30 minutes away from my house. I applied to a couple of places and landed a job at a super big conglomerate retail chain. I remember Being in that interview, being really intimidated because it was a very different environment than working in a small town retail shop. And I'm just really grateful for that experience as well. But some of the things that happened during that experience led me to really defining what I wanted out of my career, which was really awesome. I was working for this larger corporate retail brand, and I was a welcome person. (laughs) I would welcome the people that came into the store. It was mind-numbingly boring. When I tell you, when I went from working in this small retail shop, doing all the visual merchandising, talking to customers, bringing their garments to the fitting rooms, and checking them out, it was a whole 
sales process, right, in the re- in a small retail shop. But in corporate, I learned pretty quickly that there are certain roles for different people. And the role that I had was I welcomed people into the store. <laughs> and it did not diversify. So I was bored out of my mind. And that lasted the summer before my uh, senior year. Uh, I was also coaching tennis lessons, thank goodness, to keep my mind active. (laughs) But that job definitely taught me a lot. So when I came back from my freshman year, um, it it was winter break, and I wanted to work over the holidays. So I gave him a call and asked if I could have my job back for winter break. The sales manager, and I'll never forget what she said to me, she said she saw a picture of me on Facebook, and I had dyed my hair, which is accurate. I had these (laughs) crazy, terrible highlights that um, I did in my dorm room with my roommate. (laughs) And yes, they looked terrible. But she asked me if I was going to be dyeing my hair back to my natural dark color. And I said, no, I wasn't going to be. And she said, well, we really like a natural look for our employees. And unless you do that, we're not going to, we're not able to hire you back. I was irate. Okay. I was so angry that a company had the audacity to tell me how they wanted my hair to look. And I was pretty feisty back then. So I took that drive and I said, you know what, I'm going to get a way better job over winter break. That led me to working my very first commission-based retail job. This job was so amazing. I have to tell you, it was great. It was also a smaller retail company. It was an Italian brand, and it was the luxury business. They were selling suits and shirts and button-ups, so a ton of working professionals would come in, and we would outfit them from head to toe. And the garments were just absolutely beautiful. It was the very first time I actually ever went through a sales training before starting my job. You know, when I worked those other two um, retail jobs, sure, they went, they did a little bit of training with you, but this was the very first time someone sat me down and was like, okay, this is how you sell from start to finish. The welcoming, the questions, the inquiries, the building, the connection, etc. This job, it taught me the importance of communication and how that can make or break a sale. My boss at the time would tell me, leave your shit at the door. When you step inside this store, you are a professional that listens, that advises, and makes her commission. (laughs) I'll never forget it. She was a really amazing manager. I absolutely adored her and also idolized her as well because she was killing it in every aspect of sales. So For the very first time, I was experiencing in the sales process objections because I never really understood how to overcome those until this job. I never understood before this how educating a customer about the garment or the shoe or the bag or whatever it may be can save so many sales because of all these freaking objections they would have, right? When I was creating my company, it was interesting. I was going back to that very job, (laughs) my first commission-based retail job. When my friend asked me that question at dinner, I laughed to myself because if I never would have gotten fired, 
from my ice cream shop job. (laughs) I never would have worked in a retail store or it would have taken me a little bit longer to get there, right? And I never would have been 18 working for a Italian luxury brand on a commission-based structure, learning all the ins and outs of communication and that driving the sale at such a young age if I didn't get fired. (laughs) So it just goes to show truly life has a lot of plans for you and it's what you make of them to determine what you're going to do about it. I could have very well cried and been so upset about getting fired, but because I was mortified, I never wanted that to happen again. And I also knew that I wanted to be a badass when it came to being a professional. I knew at 15 when I got fired that my only option was to be successful, whatever it took to get there. And being in the cutthroat industry of the fashion industry, I feel strongly that being fired was actually, to this date, the best thing that could have happened to me at 15. Anyways, I know I've said that a couple of times, but I just wanted to reiterate the fact that everything that you're doing in your career leads you to the next thing. Never be upset if something negative happens. Just try and learn from it because you never know what the next door is going to open up for you. After dinner, I was really thinking about why I loved that job so much. I mean, the hours were grueling, the customers were demanding, and truly, it was exhausting to work there. So why did I love it so much? And I think it was a a series of several reasons. It was because, first of all, it was an Italian luxury brand. Oof, the clothes were out of control, gorgeous. Both the men's side and the women's side, their garments were just so impeccably put together. I remember loving to talk about each and every single garment. I loved learning about the construction, about the colors, about about each and every single piece that came into the store. I worked that job every single summer that I came home from college. I looked forward to it every single summer because the money was great. And also I thoroughly loved working for a luxury fashion retailer. So when the time came to study abroad, we had a couple of options. My university was quite large. We had our pick of where we wanted to go. But in the fashion school, at the time, my university had its own location in Florence, Italy. I remember telling my boss about the opportunity, and we had to apply to it and get accepted. It was this whole thing. And I used her as a reference to write a letter of recommendation for me to be considered for the um, the Kent State University Florence program, which is an entire podcast episode of its own. <laughs> Coincidentally, while I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about on this podcast, I was reconnected with a old friend who I studied with there, and she is just absolutely killing it in the Hokator world of fashion. I cannot wait. Hopefully she will be on this podcast soon. But what I wanted to wrap up this episode talking about is this job that I had when I was young and trying to make my way in the fashion industry was that the conversation that you have with customers coming in is essential to making the sale. 
and definitely essential to growing the sale. Understanding what customers want is one thing, but understanding why they want what they want will make you way more of a commission. And that is something that I learned in that very job. So when I was creating my company and thinking about all the valuable things I was trying to bring to my clients, I thought to myself, I thought back to that particular job specifically about talking to the customers and getting to know them, building that rapport. It's really fascinating to me to the timeline and the path of a career. Anytime I ask someone a question, like my friend asked me, you know, what was your first job? It opens up an avenue of conversation where you get to learn a lot about that person, right? But when I was creating my own company, I asked myself similar questions. I asked myself, what did I find most valuable when I was working in X job, in Y job, in B job, whatever it may be? And I always came back to communication and how it can really leverage and catapult you into amazing results. When I bridge the gap of understanding that that can be done in a virtual format with the right outline of communication, I got so excited because I'm able to do something that I love doing every single day, which is making businesses a lot more money by giving them a sales channel opportunity that isn't very much of an investment to start out with. They already have the sales associates like myself when I was working in that commission-based luxury retail job. I remember there were times of the day that were so slow and I would be like wanting to scream because I wanted to make more money. And I wish I would have known about this sales channel opportunity when I was working in that store because I could have really diversified my skill set and made a lot more commission if I knew about this sales channel and how to communicate effectively virtually. But it wasn't until I changed industries completely, moving from the fashion industry to the Ivy League education world where I understood that the missing piece of the puzzle wasn't just communication. It was educating and communicating to drive engagement and sales. Once I understood that, it was so easy for me to put together a strategic plan and execute and create my company. So all I have to say with this episode is you never know where life is going to take you. But the one thing that you can rely on is going to be honing in on what you enjoy most. Because let's face it, y'all, we all have to work. Well, most of us, (laughs) you know, most of us have to work. And the thing is, why not enjoy the hell out of it, right? Enjoy every moment. Now, don't get me wrong. Some moments, a lot of moments in entrepreneurship is very grueling, is very, very hard. However, the one thing that keeps me grounded is knowing that I love what I'm doing. I'm adding value to businesses. I'm making sales specialists more money. And I love what I do. I don't love every day of what I have to do, but I definitely love 
what I do. And I want everyone who I come into contact with to love what they do. I want them to explore everything that they're passionate about and let's monetize it. You know what I mean? I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Please, as always, let me know what you think and I will see you guys next week. (laughs) 